Welcome to the Muckle Teal Football Show. My name is Miles. Super Bowl 58 comes through. The Kansas City Chiefs defeat the San Francisco 49ers 25 to 22. And the Chiefs are officially a dynasty. And if you're going to be a dynasty, you're going to take over for the Patriots. At least do us the same favor the Patriots did, which was give us a lot of entertaining Super Bowls. I thought last year's was good. This year's is, is, is great as well. Didn't start great, but fourth quarter and overtime, fantastic. You know, that uh, this podcast is built, you know, around the Super Bowl. I, I've always loved the way that the the action of the game turns into storybook. You know, the grinding, rolling, smashing chaos turns into legend and, and fills in NFL history. And that's that is what this podcast has come comes from. And and the Super Bowl and the playoffs are the biggest part of that. You know, I just I I think back and I've I I've just you know, amazed how time flies, you know, now that I have a, a, you know, a little baby son who was there with me today when I was nine years old, looking at the, at the almanac, uh, the 1994 sports almanac, NFL almanac, just the sheer excitement that I would get just thinking about how many future decades are filled up with Super Bowl champions and stories and moments that I, that I didn't know yet. I remember thinking about that when I was nine. And now here we are, you know, just doing it, just going through. You know, the we're at the the family house playing some bingo, some Super Bowl bingo for the first time. Um, I hadn't done that before. Really, still searching for a drunk fan or a fan with face paint. I don't know. Maybe the the Super Bowl in, in Las Vegas just wasn't wild enough. Did not see a drunk fan or a fan with face paint that I could credibly mark off of our bingo boards. Um, Dynasty is obviously the first, the first word out of most media's mouths uh, uh, following the Chiefs' victory, third Super Bowl in five years. It's the Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones. You know, just c- capper, cherry on top. You have to say it's a dynasty now. They've done everything the 1990s Cowboys did. You know already, um, and the first. First team to go back-to-back Super Bowls. 22-23 Chiefs are the first since the 03-04 Patriots to go back-to-back. That's 17 Super Bowls in between there that we then we didn't have that. And the the funny thing is, it, did it really feel like we were living the, the Chiefs dynasty this year? <laughs> like, not really. You know, I mean, I can't remember if, if Kirk brought this up on the preview or if it was after the, the podcast, but... He reminded me it was this way with the Patriots as well. You know, a lot of those years, 03, 2016, 2018, those whole seasons didn't feel like we were living the Patriots dynasty, you know, like some other years did. This was one of those one of those years for the Chiefs. Uh, and the, the big talk going forward will be, can they three-peat? You know, we haven't had that in a while. <laughs> haven't had that since 05 uh, Patriots. But we'll have a lot of time to talk about that. Let's talk about this game. Um and the 49ers side, you know, Kyle Shanahan adds another Super Bowl loss to his legacy, which is unfortunate for him. You know, I, I, 
It could have been worse because the offense could have continued to to um, sputter, uh, and they didn't. You know, the uh, the second half, the 49ers offense went like three and out three times in a row, had a chance to put away the game. But eventually, they did. They took the lead back. They got a field goal. You know, they they had a great drive in overtime that um, they didn't punch in, but they they put the fear of God into the Chiefs fans, certainly, uh, with that. So they got it going. So that prevents us from just having the main story today being Kyle Shanahan blew it. He went into a shell again. It's funny because you, we can't even agree anymore on what happened. 2016 Super Bowl, 28-3 lead blown. There are so many people posting right now that Shanahan today abandoned the run just like he did in 2016 when he gave up the biggest lead in Super Bowl history as an offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, which, by the way, he wasn't the head coach, so <laughs> throw Dan Quinn out there a little bit. Um, but um, you don't remember the 2016 Super Bowl if you think that they abandoned the run when they were up by 25 points. They, they ran for negative yards, killing their drives in the second half with Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. It's not rewrite history to try and make it fit with this game. Because this game, it did seem like Kyle Shanahan got away from the run. A lot of those three and outs were three straight Brock Purdy incompletions. The moment was a little big for for Purdy um, without the support of Christian McCaffrey and uh, and honestly, Debo and Kittle were banged up. It it was a tough one for the 49ers. They still could have won this game, but they definitely did not hit their stride Really, the whole playoffs, <laughs> which is weird to say since they won two games and then took the <laughs> the Chiefs, who we just called a dynasty, to overtime. But they never really clicked, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, lucky for Kyle Shanahan's legacy, the story of this Super Bowl is Mahomes driving 69 yards and 64 yards for game-tying field goals twice in the fourth quarter and then a 75-yard touchdown drive in overtime. That will be what we remember, not Kyle Shanahan blowing the lead um, as, the, as the headline story of Super Bowl 58. So um, before we get into the game, you know, I just can't help but reflect. I was rooting so hard for the Chiefs today, and I can't help but reflect again on that nine-year-old Miles in which I used to like the 49ers because the Seahawks were in the AFC West. So we had nothing against the 49ers. In fact, we had a little soft spot for them because they were on the West Coast with us. We hated the Broncos, you know, and we didn't like the Chiefs or the Raiders. Chargers are sort of our buddies in misery, but that is who we hated. But it's come all the way around (laughs) to this point where I'm rooting for the Chiefs, even though I didn't really want to. They weren't my team this year because we just disliked the 49ers so much. Even though Debo is one of my favorite players, even though McCaffrey's one of my favorite players, you just the 49ers winning sucks and there's some just like nice justice 49ers fans are the worst and they've become the team that gets there but loses you know 2012 versus the ravens now two uh, two against the chiefs 2019 and 2023 they're 0 three in super bowls Next year is going to be 30 years since the 49ers won their last Super Bowl. The Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Ricky Waters, nine-year-old Miles victory. They've become the team that gets there and loses. While the Kansas City Chiefs, who were kind of lovable underdogs and uh, oh, you know, more like 
kind of, I don't want to say Red Sox, but sort of like the, more like the Minnesota Vikings are right now. Always good, but never great. Now they're the dynasty. Just amazing how things change and, 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 and turn. All right, let's, let's review Super Bowl 58. Well, the first quarter was zero to zero. Our first scoreless uh, Super Bowl quarter. Our first scoreless, first scoreless Super Bowl first quarter since not that long ago. <laughs> 2018 Rams Patriots. Aren't you glad I pulled that stat out? Um, but that 2018 Super Bowl, that Rams Patriots stinker, that was the game that this one was reminding everybody of for the first three quarters. It was just dull. And the the first quarter especially was um, a tale of, of San Francisco dominance. They had 125 yards to Chiefs 16 yards in the first 15 minutes of this game. But McCaffrey fumbled uh, that that opening drive. They had another promising drive that was derailed by by penalties of Trent by Trent Williams of all people. The Chiefs couldn't get anything going, and that kind of carried over into the second quarter. The Chiefs really the only thing that happened good for the Chiefs until their final field goal drive right before the end of the second half was a 52 yard completion to Miko Hartman, which really should have been an interception. I don't know. There was a 49er safety who just lost didn't know the ball was thrown otherwise he picks it but karma got him anyway because then pacheco fumbled in the red zone and that's when kelsey was screaming it and andy reed almost knocked him over just the chiefs were just uneasy and they really really did not have a good first half until that that final drive of the, of the first half but the 49ers they could only manage 10 points in the first half despite mahomes and the chiefs offense doing absolutely nothing um, they got the one touchdown, the trick play, uh, where, uh, Purdy throws it backwards to Juwan Jennings, which was such a slow developing play. Uh, I thought for sure the chiefs were going to get like an interception or a pick six on this. The Purdy throws it, you know, behind or backwards to Juwan Jennings, who throws it to McCaffrey on the other side of the field, but still behind the line of scrimmage. And it's just like a high arcing ball. And I just don't know why no chiefs were able to, able to get over there. And then McCaffrey, once he catches it, he makes that decisive step through the red sea and, and, and scores that 20 plus yard touchdown for his seventh touchdown of his playoff career. By the way, he's, he's putting up some great playoff career stats. I don't think that will console him in this chance at a super bowl ring, but Christian McCaffrey had a great day, 160 yards 80 receiving, 80 rushing. It's just absolutely perfect on the stat sheet, except for the fumble. Um, but yeah, 49ers only up 10-0. That's why I don't give like too much stock into the 49ers blew a 10-point lead. You know, they should have had a big lead. What they should be criticized for is only having a 10-point lead, which itself indicates the propensity to blow this lead, right? Uh, Chiefs. Get the ball. They got a chance to kind of double up here because they, they're going to get the ball after halftime, after Usher. So they get the ball, and this is the moment. It's just 10 to 0. Kansas City has zero points, and all they've done is one 52-yard catch to Michael Hartman, which is honestly should have been picked. This is the moment when they start putting up all the Mahomes chasing Tom Brady graphics. 
This is when we got Taylor Swift and Blake Lively the most involved uh, on the Ice Spice up there. The most involved. Like, they have zero points right now. Why have we gone into celebration Chiefs mode at the end of the half here? I feel like they had to use all these packages they were expecting to. And they they actually did get a good drive going. 10-3, to it ends. um, And... Mahomes got a lot of his passing yards on that uh, final final drive, so it was kind of funny to watch the CBS guys have to kind of walk back the Purdy is playing better than Mahomes narratives that they clearly had written down, uh, because Mahomes had the exact same amount of yards as Purdy at halftime, 123, and Purdy's mostly in the scripted early plays, Mahomes near the end of the half and in in some uh, some really great stuff at the at the end to get that uh, to cut the lead to seven. So they had to kind of walk that back, and it was funny to me um, as I watched Boomer, Sizen, and Phil Sims and Bill Cower, hopefully off my television set for a long time. Not a fan of the CBS halftime show. I take shots at them every chance I get. Uh, the second half, and the third quarter specifically, that is the 49ers' just true tragedy. I mean, this was the worst sequence for the Chiefs. Uh, I'm sorry, for the 49ers, because the 49ers... They had the chance to just pull away with this game here as the Chiefs struggled to, to get anything going. Mahomes threw an interception to start the second half. And the 49ers get the ball in positive territory with three straight passes for Brock Purdy, and they have to punt. They didn't even get a field goal out of that, even though the interception was already you know over the 50. Then the 49ers defense holds again. And Purdy and, and and company, Debo, all this this huge ball control offense goes three and out again. Also with three straight passes, which is one of the big, big highlight criticisms uh, of Kyle Shanahan. In this moment, it looked like Shanahan was was choking the game away again. Or maybe not after two, but then there's another one. Because the Chiefs get a third crack at it. They get the field goal. Now it's 10 to 6. 49ers like, okay, third time's a charm. Nope. Three and out. And you're just thinking, my gosh, this is this is happening again. Just saying, and the 49ers offense is just non-existent. And everybody in the in the chats and the message board, and certainly all in 49ers homes, are saying, "Run the ball, run the ball," because you know, that was eight passes to one run in these in these three three and outs to start the second half. Though I will point out the one run was first and 10 and it was for no gain. Absolutely stuffed. I'm sure the run the ball people are nice and quiet on that one. The no gain up the middle. There you go. Now Purdy only has two downs. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, they they obviously they build their game plan ar- around running and I, I criticize it as well. It's just funny to me that, you know, just when every team doesn't run, a run absolutely would have worked <laughs> according to the, the run the ball guys. Um so th- this sequence right here, because they they punt it yet again, a third time to start the half. The Chiefs haven't really been doing anything. They all they have got is a 57-yard field goal. You know, they just had to scrape through the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. Which, by the way, Jake Moody had set the Super Bowl record for longest field goal uh, in the first half with a 55-yard field goal. Then Harrison Butker breaks that with a 57-yard field goal. And I was telling Kirk, I just I want this game to end. On a on a fifty eight yard field goal, so we get a hat trick of the Super Bowl record set. Um, alas, 
that didn't happen. That was a time uh, with which we were thinking we had a dud of a Rams-Patriots 2018 type of Super Bowl on our hands. So I was looking for that type of excitement. We get some real exciting stuff. but so And the thing is, the three three and outs that, uh, that I'm harping on Shanahan and Purdy so much for, they then punt it back to the, the Chiefs for that third time. The 49ers defense again holds. The Chiefs <laughs> haven't had a touchdown in a while. They punt it. And they get an absolute break. It hits one of the 49ers blockers and Kansas City recovers it in their own red zone. They take first and 10 for a 16-yard touchdown to, to Marquis Valdez-Scantling. And the Chiefs go ahead 13-10. to 10. And this just horrific third quarter for the 49ers finally you know, trickles down and goes away. And it, I, I call it horrific and I'm harping on it so much, not because... They played like so poorly. Obviously, their defense was really good. Not because they were like beaten badly. They're only down by three here and you know they lost the lead. It should have been the other way around. The way that this I just don't understand exactly how the Chiefs got the lead in this moment, other than the fact that the 49ers offense just took the quarter off. The 49ers should have been the ones pulling away there. I mean, I wasn't rooting for them, but I was just surprise and the chief credit to the chief's defense obviously chris jones and and all those guys and steve spagnolo's defense but they disappeared exactly at the time when they could have comfortably expanded their lead even just even if it wasn't points it was time time of possession and and put the uh the the clamps a little bit more down on Mahomes. Let the 49ers pass rush clamp down more on Mahomes, and they just disappeared this critical quarter and to me this was the game you know, they do pick it up, luckily for Shanahan, as we said in the fourth quarter in overtime. The 49ers offense does get better, but just funny how that works. You know, it's a, a missed opportunity. So we go to the fourth quarter. Chiefs have just scored 13-10. Now the 49ers do answer. You know, Purdy hits Juwan Jennings. He's got a big third down to Ayuk. Uh, there's... Um, there's a fourth and three. The 49ers go for it. Uh, fourth and three, I think it was it was in the inside the red zone, right? I think it was like the 13, 14-yard line. They go for that fourth and three. Instead of tying the game, something that I would not have thought Kyle Shanahan would do. <laughs> so even he's he's doing the fourth down analytics. Dan Campbell, by the way, was supposed to take the points. Kyle Shanahan, no one even remembers. No one even remembers now, right? It's just part of the drive, but Shanahan converts that fourth and three, a nice sideline route, Purdy to Kittle, kind of a clutch connection. George Kittle didn't do a lot today, but that was a great play. And then touchdown a couple plays later to Juwan Jennings, powers his way into the red zone, 16 to 13. The critical extra point was missed. Now, although I just talked about Jake Moody setting the Super Bowl record uh, with a 55-yard field goal earlier in the game, than to be broken by Butker in the third quarter. But everybody said there were two big, big, big advantages for the, that the Chiefs had. And it was kicking between Butker over Moody, and it was special teams. And look at this, this turnaround here, what, what ends up happening. The Chiefs get their touchdown from a, from a special teams mistake by the 49ers. And then Moody misses this extra point to make it only 16 to 13 uh, early in the fourth quarter. How critical was that missed extra point? I mean, he just couldn't even, I mean, it, it changed the whole game. Mahomes gets the ball and we get the first of three 
65 plus yard drives, you know, a, a field goal, a field goal and a touchdown from the cross fourth quarter in overtime. And I was watching the highlights, you know, before I popped on the, the just to kind of refresh my mind before I start the podcast. I forgot about this drive kind of because it's 16-13. They drive to make it 16-16. And I forgot that they had I mean it was surprising the Chiefs didn't score on this drive. They got to the Pacheco got him to like the 4-yard line, first and goal from the 4. And the Chiefs end up kicking that field goal. Again, credit to the 49ers defense and the Chiefs defenses. The defenses were playing so good. And the Chiefs kicked this field goal. And at the time, they had scored one touchdown in their last seven quarters. <laughs> and that was the MVS touchdown across the last three of the Ravens AFC title game and the whole regular Super Bowl. The Chiefs often scored one touchdown. That's what we were thinking at this time, even though it's now one of the the drives that's the cap in Mahomes' legacy crown is, you know, three 65-yard drives for a combined 13 points to keep coming back against the 49ers. What we were thinking here was they got to the four, they had to kick another field goal. What the heck is wrong with Mahomes? They haven't had a touchdown uh, besides the MVS one that they got off of, of a muffed punt. They haven't had a touchdown drive since early in the AFC title game, seven quarters ago. 49ers get the ball back, 16-16. I think there was about six minutes left in the game, and we're thinking, can they? Can the 49ers redeem themselves, drain this thing for six minutes down to a field goal? Well, they did drain it for four minutes. You know, there was a, there was a third and four, a crucial third and four, right after the two-minute warning. The 49ers are in field goal range. A couple good plays by Purdy on that drive. Uh, but this one got blitzed by the corner, just lost his sense of, of where he was and really highlighted the difference in this game, which is Pat Mahomes is an elite quarterback. Brock Purdy. I mean, I thought he played good, way better than Jimmy Garoppolo ever would have, but I mean, he ain't going to be in the league in six years. Right. I mean, come on. So this was a moment you saw that and, uh, yeah, he just kind of floats one out there. Uh, as you know, he's had those moments in the playoffs. He's had great ones, but he's also had inconsistency, and that's that's the difference. That's the difference. And I know we just talked about Mahomes, uh, you know, not getting touchdowns, uh, and here we're we're criticizing Purdy for it, but just felt like a flummox the young quarterback moment there from Steve Spagnolo. The 49ers kicked the field goal, nineteen to sixteen. Just keep taking that lead, right? And then Mahomes gets his another one, another big drive. Got a minute 46, something to get a field goal. Again, we're reflecting on what if Moody hadn't missed this extra point. I, it's kind of funny, actually, to me, because although 49ers fans will certainly regret Jake Moody's missed extra point, <laughs> I almost feel like they would if he hit it. And instead of 1916, uh, this is 20 to 16. I feel like the Chiefs score a touchdown here. <laughs> I feel like them having the field goal option actually kind of stalled them a little bit. Just didn't quite get them going. Uh, and they had that kind of like field goal pace. Uh, and then they get the uh, the 23-yard slant uh, through Travis Kelsey from like the tw- to the 10-yard line. That's that seals the the the, the field goal. They're going to go we're going to go to overtime 19 to 19. And it's only our second overtime in Super Bowl history. Everyone's pumped. 
the way I did. <laughs> I felt bad. We got a little baby, baby Waylon. His usual bedtime is, uh, you know, between seven and eight o'clock. And now we're going overtime. It's already been a long game. And, uh, you know, felt a little bad. He actually went, Kathleen took him out to the car and he slept out there. He did see the Kelsey play. I know everyone's wondering. He did see the Kelsey play 23 yard slant down to, uh, uh, to the 10 yard line that set up the big, the big field goal, or at least comfortably made the field goal as Taylor Swift, ice spice, Blake lively all in the booth, uh, celebrating for the, you know, nine seconds left. They're going to kick it here. Um, so he did see that. Anyway, so we go to the second overtime, Super Bowl history. The other one being the 28-3 blown lead from the Falcons to the Patriots. Uh, and luckily, as I said, Kyle Shanahan's legacy won't be the same as that game. Because the 49ers offense moves the ball well in overtime here. You know, I think it's like 11 play, 66-yard drive. Though it was close, they almost blew it to start this overtime. Purdy was shaky, shaky to start overtime. Almost threw an interception. uh, And then it was third and 13. He just kind of wobbled one out there. They're going to have to punt. Bailed out by a a holding call in the secondary. Both the dropped interception and the holding call were by McDuffie. (laughs) Um, That first, first down, then kind of settled the nerves. You know, we're looking. They're showing Joe Montana, uh, you know, in the audience, not drunk. And not in face paint, unfortunately, for our bingos. Um, and then it became the Christian McCaffrey drive. You know, he gets the 24-yard wheel, little flat route, with a little hitch step there. He runs about six times for 25 yards. Most of the 50 yards was McCaffrey. A couple of good plays by Purdy. He had his own little hitch step where he kind of failed, uh, faked out a, a, a Chiefs defensive end and got one to Kyle check. And there was like a third down to Ayuk there, too. But ultimately, the 49ers get to the nine-yard line. Third and four in overtime. Fake to McCaffrey. Purdy has Jawan Jennings for the first down inside the five. But he sends it to the pylon for the touchdown. While Jennings runs the route to the first down marker, you know, at the five-yard line. And I don't know if we've heard like who was right there, or Purdy or or Jennings, or you know, what what exactly happened there, but a really, really unfortunate moment. And and Chris Jones, of course, right there in the face. Of uh, of Brock Purdy, part of a countless stream of Chris Jones right in the face of the opposing quarterbacks in these big Chiefs games in the big Chiefs dynasty. Chris Jones is a is a, is a massive part. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Uh, you know, if it was Purdy or Jennings's fault. Normally, I would criticize Jawan Jennings being the guy getting the ball. You know, but Debo was banged up, clear hamstring problems. McCaffrey was exhausted uh, at that point. And Jawan Jennings has been pretty dang good the whole game, explosive and solid all game. So I don't really criticize the choice there, but they settle for a field goal. And Patrick Mahomes got about six minutes or whatever it was to score a touchdown and win the Super Bowl. And this is why I was kind of laughing about the regulation thing with Jake Moody missing the extra point. Because now that it needs to be a touchdown, now that it's four, de- ter- four down territory, you know, go get a touchdown or nothing. It just felt inevitable <laughs> that it was going to happen, right? Even though <laughs> they haven't drove for a touchdown since the early second quarter in the AFC title game against the Ravens, it just felt like four down territory to get a touchdown for the Super Bowl is just going to happen. 
I, that's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Um, yeah, they, you know, they, they had their first third and they got a third and one at their own 39. So early in the drive, they run a Pacheco run gets absolutely stuffed and, uh, fourth and one Mahomes runs it from shotgun. I mean, then you just, you just knew at that point, there's a big third and six to Rasheed Rice, uh, across the middle, have my favorite Romo line. And I expect the 49ers to drop out of this huge blitz. And then they, they do blitz. And before Rasheed Rice even catches that, that 20 yard slant right across the middle, Romo says, Oh, they shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Just love that. Um, then Mahomes gets the 19 yard run up the middle into the red zone. He just don't, don't play. Don't turn your back on me. I will just run shades of his 26 yard scramble right up the middle against the Eagles last year, though. This time he has working ankles. Then Kelsey got that first and goal um, on, a, on a on a screen pass. So it was, I think it was from like the thirteen yard line to like the four yard line or something like that. And it just didn't look like the screen was set up. And he just burst through a pile, just dynastic adrenaline. I need this dynasty. I'm doing this for Taylor. Just amazing play. And then the first and goal. Mahomes gets him on the corn dog. The Andy Reid special, as Tony Romo called it, the fake motion across. Again, something they also did to the Eagles a couple times with the Tony and Sky Moore touchdowns. That fake motion touchdown to Michael Hardman wins it in overtime. I think there was there was there was less than a minute left in overtime. Pretty crazy. And more dramatic than the last overtime. The only other Super Bowl overtime, James White scored with like 11 minutes left uh, in overtime. This was right down to it. We were staring down double overtime if the Chiefs were going to kick a field goal. Uh, got him on the corn dog, as they say. Fantastic Super Bowl, 74 minutes long, seventh longest game in NFL history. It's a good one. I enjoyed it. Let's take a little break and get to Legacy Corner. Legacy Corner, we already talked Kyle Shanahan to, to, at the top of the episode. Just, to me, it is unfortunate that this game will be lumped with Super Bowl 54 and Super Bowl 51 when he was an offensive coordinator, not a head coach for the Falcons. And I feel bad. This one shouldn't be. Those games, he was actually too conservative. I mean, people are already saying he abandoned the run this game. I don't think he did. You know, third quarter, he had that that bad, that pass happy play calling blip there. But ultimately, they got their they got their feet. Um, they trusted their defense. I mean, this game certainly goes the 49ers way, really realistically. Dre Greenlaw's injury was just a freak incident. The Achilles gets hurt. 49ers defense still played well, but you have to think they would have shut down Mahomes even better uh, with, with him on the field. Um, and then it's like Debo was not himself with the hamstring. Kittle wasn't himself with the, with the shoulder there. Uh, and then his backup is committing a crucial holding penalty. <laughs> like, so it just, gosh, it's the same thing. 49ers, they can't afford injuries to their stars. They are the team that can least afford injuries to their stars. And that bit Kyle Shanahan at the end. And now it will get lumped with his, two conservative game plans from his other ones. And I just feel bad for that. I don't think it should happen. So I'm putting my two cents in there. Shanahan coached a good game. Uh, Chris McCaffrey, 
160 yards. He was on his way to an MVP, 22 carries, eight targets, eight receptions. Uh, he now in six playoff games for the 49ers, he has 719 yards and seven touchdowns. 719 total yards and seven touchdowns in six playoff games over the course of two seasons. Yeah, McCaffrey, who is dying in Carolina, Siberia, over to San Francisco. It's been good for him, though I'm sure no consolation. As I already said, I know, I know, I already said it. But, uh, you know, McCaffrey's a legacy winner today, I I think. Um, Mahomes is the real one, the total legacy winner. We know it. Kelsey and Reed as well. But this season belongs to the Chiefs defense. You know, we're all going to remember the three drives from Mahomes at the end. But the Chiefs defense is the reason they're in the Super Bowl and the reason they won this Super Bowl. And I don't think it will be forgotten. I think because it was all year long, because Chris Jones is a star, Steve Spagnuolo to this resume, you know, Bolton, Willie Gay, that great secondary, McDuffie, Sneed, Edwards, if they kind of become stars as they as they go here, the the Chiefs' young defense, as they make bigger names to themselves, the legacy of Super Bowl 58 will, will gravitate to them even more. Because the Chiefs' offense didn't score a touchdown for a long time. Besides the one that they were gifted to special teams, they went seven quarters across the AFC title game and Super Bowl without, without a touchdown, except for that one <laughs> in which it was really a special teams fumble. 82 minutes straight with no touchdown at all. Really? I mean, that's the, that's the AFC title game and Super Bowl of the Chiefs' third Super Bowl victory in their dynasty. You don't win this game or the AFC title game without tons of defensive stops. And they just kept coming, and the Chiefs did that. And they, they deserve their legacy uh, moment here. Uh, Pat Mahomes, of course... He's the MVP. Somebody in a lab made us a quarterback who's going to have Marino numbers with Montana magic. Alien Marino numbers with Montana moments. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. But how do we end up with this guy? You know, the, the, he, if they lost today, the story of the game was Mahomes... Just lack of trust downfield. I mean, what the what we saw so much today was just him hesitating in the pocket with the pump fake, just unwilling to try things deep downfield. But it isn't just so amazing that he got this big dramatic drive. He actually already has two comebacks, right? And both both Super Bowl Fifty Four and last year Super Bowl Fifty Seven were comebacks technically. But this one just felt like just a little bit better. The Eagles one ended with a field goal or a slide, you know, not quite the same. This one was he's going out there, touchdown or nothing, and he did it. 34 for 46, 333 yards. Yeah, it's Pat Mahomes' world, and and we are all living in it, you know. Uh, pretty crazy. And I'm sure the Super Bowl will also be remembered for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It is pretty crazy. Like, I know they showed a lot of Taylor Swift in those last moments, but she's one of the most famous people in the world. She's time person of the year. Like it's not just a random like marketing campaign that's like so ill-advised. Like, I mean, come on, <laughs> this is 
Paul McCartney dating Joe Namath, like I like I joked about uh, in one of the things. This is Dan Marino dating Madonna in the '80s. Like, I mean, it is a huge star. And you know what? When they did show Taylor Swift today, the her her amazed and anxious and exasperated looks, and I guess she downed a downed a beer or something uh, on the commercial break. That's what the Chiefs fans are going through. It wasn't like she was up there dropping a caviar clump onto a piece of elvish bread or something. Like, I mean, you know, it was all good. Uh, yeah, great Super Bowl. I give it a B. <laughs> I read the wrong thing. I give it an A. Um, I gave last Super Bowl a B plus. And I don't know why. I don't know why I just started talking about this. All right, bye. bye.